leftists transing other people's children. Cinco de Mayo was ruined at Robert Abbott Middle School in Waukegan, Illinois, the most godforsaken state in the Midwest. It was ruined by the administration allowing the school's openly homosexual administrative assistant, who moonlights as a drag performer, Alfredo Isaac Zeres, to sashay through the school in drag with another drag queen. What made the grotesque and inappropriate spectacle even worse was the cheering and applause from children, parents, and staff as the 39-year-old Zeres strutted his stuff. If you go to this article online, you can watch a brief clip of that parade. Yes, leftists are transing other people's children using taxpayer funds. Homosexuals and cross-sex impersonators are using public schools to normalize homosexuality and cross-sex impersonation. Those who freely choose to place sexual deviance at the center of their identity want to transform the moral, social, political, and aesthetic views of minor children while censoring all dissenting views. To critics of his school drag performance, Zeres, whose drag persona is Lola Madison, offered an aggressively defensive retort on Facebook under yet another name, Alfredo Isaac. His retort lacks any regret or shame for violating parental trust and the innocence of children. And I quote him, I'm proud to say I'm one of the drag queens in this video, exclamation point. This has everything to do with our Mexican culture, as there are many LGBTQ plus persons that are of Mexican descent. You ever heard of Frida Kahlo, the Mexican painter? Yeah, well, educate yourself. She's one of those persons. Y'all so worried about this exposure when the children in general are exposed to much worse. What we did was share art amongst the future of this wonderful city that I've had the privilege of living in practically all my life. Drag is nothing new, and what we performed was appropriate for this special occasion. I mean, if we didn't ruffle any feathers, are we even doing drag? You don't even know history was made before your eyes, and we're not going anywhere. I should prepare for their next event, perhaps. Jesus loves us, too! Three exclamation points. XOXO. May the lash be with you. Lola Madison. End quote. Drag has everything to do with Mexican culture? How so? Since homoerotic acts and cross-dressing are found in every society, they have little to do with Mexican culture per se, and everything to do with the fallenness of man. And the fact that many Mexicans, including famous artists, engage in the sin of homosexuality or cross-dressing does not make homosexual acts or cross-dressing worthy of affirmation to children. Zeres admits to wanting to ruffle feathers and make history. His performance had nothing to do with Cinco de Mayo and everything to do with using children for his social and political purposes. Zeres slash Madison is right that Jesus loves those whose sin is homoeroticism and cross-dressing. But Jesus does not love homoeroticism and cross-dressing. Jesus loves adulterers, drunks, thieves, gossips, slanderers, zoophiles, and the incestuous. He does not, however, love adultery, drunkenness, thievery, gossip, slander, bestiality, or incest. He doesn't love sin, even if sinners affirm sin as central to their identity. Jesus detests sin. 
Ziras made the foolish and cliche claim that because some children are exposed to much worse, no one should worry about him exposing them to drag performances. Is that what the mission of public schools has become? Is the mission of school leaders to expose children to any phenomena that exists as long as it's not as bad as the worst they may encounter? Many parents assume schools should aspire to expose children to that which is good and true and beautiful, not that which is dark, disordered, and deviant. Should schools mirror and affirm the worst in life or help children know and aspire to the best? Americans who've been paying attention know that the mission of leftists for government schools is indeed dark, disordered, deviant, and scarily presumptuous. They want to appropriate the hearts and minds of other people's children, especially the children of conservatives. We've learned that schools facilitate social transitioning in children who have been groomed to interpret the confusion and discomfort they experience around sexual identity as signs they are transgender. We've learned that schools conceal from parents their collaboration with trans cultism. We've learned that social and emotional learning standards, comprehensive sex ed, and subject area classes are used to indoctrinate children with leftist assumptions about homosexuality and cross-dressing. We've learned teachers select obscene pro-perversion materials to teach and or recommend to students, materials that can't be published in newspapers or read at school board meetings. We've learned that schools allow co-ed restrooms, locker rooms, and sports, thereby eroding modesty and destroying girls' sports. We learned that public schools are paying to add tampon machines to all boys' bathrooms. Remember, symbols matter because symbols teach. We've learned that laws have been passed and task forces created that require leftist beliefs about homoeroticism and cross-sex impersonation to be taught and affirmed to children starting in kindergarten. Leftists want to teach children about the accomplishments of homosexuals and cross-dressers because they understand the immature mind. Leftists understand that associating intelligence, creativity, compassion, or perseverance with sexual deviance will transform young malleable minds and opinions. It will lead children to view homosexuality and cross-dressing positively. We've learned that queer adults believe drag performances are suitable entertainment for children of any age. All this should be shocking, but many conservatives have become the proverbial frogs boiling alive along with their children. And many conservatives, both parents and teachers, who have retained the capacity to be shocked, are too cowardly to say or do anything, even to protect children. Why teach our children about heroes and martyrs if we have no intention of sacrificing anything, even for a cause as critical as this? And now, America's daft big brother is redefining the word sex in both Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972 and Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Sex, which had and has a clear, unambiguous meaning, will, by executive fiat, be redefined to include sexual orientation and gender identity. This is being done to override all state laws that prohibit minors from being guinea pigs in a vast left-wing experiment to use the bodies, minds, and hearts of children to normalize sexual perversion. 
and it's being done to eradicate sex-based private spaces and destroy girls' sports. If Biden can't kill children in the womb, he'll use schools to harm them grievously. And I quote from the government, The Department of Education plans to propose to amend its regulations implementing Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972, consistent with the priorities of the Biden-Harris administration. These priorities include those set forth in Executive Order 13988 on preventing and combating discrimination on the basis of gender identity or sexual orientation, and Executive Order 14021 on guaranteeing an educational environment free from discrimination on the basis of sex, including sexual orientation and gender identity, end quote. The amendments to the Department of Education's regulations regarding the implementation of Title IX are expected to be released any day. Goodbye single-sex restrooms and locker rooms in all schools that receive federal funds. Goodbye single-sex restrooms and locker rooms in all schools that receive federal funds. As leftist propaganda on sexuality spreads like flesh-eating bacteria, and increasing numbers of children identify as trans, non-binary, and gender-fluid, school bathrooms will become co-ed. I don't know what schools will do when our troubled youth start identifying as nullos. I guess we'll just have to wait and see.